Welcome back, Galactic Groovers and the Xanadu Collective, especially my patrons. Uh, come join the party, you guys. It's really starting to get good. I have probably, oh gosh, at least three or four separate podcast episodes to record for you guys on topics ranging from why the Orca are attacking the ships in Spain uh, to how... Um, well, sensors, but for now, I'm just here to do a portal reading for the next, normally I do these readings, the collective readings for two weeks at a time, but today I'm going to do it for November 1st to November 11th, and that is because we have a 111 and an 1111 portal happening, and those are sort of like, uh markers of when there is an available time shift or change for people. Um, we're going through another one of those jumping off points, or we will be pretty soon. Some people call these experiences the split, but it's not that. It's just a matter of there's a certain flow of energy, if you will. I like to see it as water, but uh, liquid light maybe and we're you know there's the flow that is of the overall highest good for the earth and us and the cosmos and then um, there are other stops along the way that some of us need to divert our paths to learn lessons right um, Strangely enough, in the last few days, it seems like a lot of people who uh, jumped onto a different track a year ago are coming back so that more of us are all on the same track or in the same flow or river together. Um, and people are being given an opportunity to reconcile things if that's possible, find forgiveness, um, and also those who may have, like it may have seemed like, oh, I, I was hoping they would jump with me and they didn't jump with me, um, and it kind of felt like they were gone forever out of your life. They may be ready to jump now and get in the flow with you, and I mean, I'm not just talking romantically, and to anything really family relationships, romantic relationships, uh, parent-child relationships of any variety, um, employment situations, <laughs> friendships, the whole gambit. Um, people needed to have different experiences, so we went in different directions for a little while. And there are people who are like, okay, well, yep, I'm done over here doing this thing. And now I'm ready to jump in the water with you this time. So don't be surprised if you are having a lot of contact from people you maybe haven't talked to in quite a while, or even just noticing people in the general public behaving a little differently than you normally observe, or... Um, that you've noticed in the past. So, uh, this is a really good time to be very open-hearted and to be thinking about, um, that good old phrase, 
do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? <laughs> um, which is kind of funny coming from someone who recently found out that part of her hologenetic profile of human design and gene keys is that, <laughs> that um, my greatest expression, <laughs> I think it was love. I should look it up and tell you, but I'm sure it'll come up later. I'll, I'll actually probably have him on to talk about it, the person who's doing that for me, but um, mine is omniscience, <laughs> which is just, it's one of those words where it's like, how to tell the world you're an insufferable asshole without telling the world you're an insufferable asshole. <sighs> it makes sense now why I had to have so much in my life to teach me humility and to be humble. Because if I had had, I don't know, the me now that I have now without all of the life experience, um, I could have turned into a real... I don't know, cult leader, you know, megalomaniac, definitely used my powers not for good. Let's just put it that way. So I've been doing the soul action plan for a while for the collective with four decks and two cards each. And this weekend I was doing a reading for someone that's more like a colleague. We trade a lot and she is fa fabulous. And I was just kind of pulled to do this a little differently for her. And I really liked it, and it's kind of funny. I I know things happen as they're meant to, um, but I'm surprised that I didn't come up with this in the beginning on my own anyway, simply because of my connection and love of the number three. Um, that has been a through line throughout my life. Uh, I Well, I guess I could now, I better not. Um, there's just lots of threes, you know, like, days in my family, different things like that, that all, I got my license on the third, I got my first real job on the third, all of those uh, types of synchronicities all throughout my life. Um, I think I'm also a life path three. Uh, this time around, <clears throat> I'd be willing to bet most of you have done them all. I'm sure I have. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to pull uh, three cards from three different decks and I'm dividing it up a little differently with your aspects of self in relation to your human experience. Um, so I'll explain as I go for those who aren't new to me and are thinking to yourselves, why am I not getting the format I'm used to? The new people will not care. Um, and hopefully there are some new people. And if you're new, welcome. I'm really happy to have you here listening whenever that is. So uh, the first deck I'm going to use is the Shapeshifters Oracle. I really love this deck. It does a great job highlighting what aspects of the human experience um, and your relationship to that you may be going through challenges you may be having. I used to use it to represent just the ego uh, and shadow work mostly, but we're going to do it this way. And the three cards that I'm going to draw will be for uh, past, present, and future. Past meaning recent past, as in, you know, last month or so. 
and future meaning uh, next few weeks, not six months or anything like that. And I am not into predictions. Um, things are too fluid and we can kind of give a general idea of what's coming, but you know, don't ask me uh, when's, when's the next this going to happen because I'm, even if I knew that, I don't know that I'd necessarily tell you unless it was in your highest good and your best interest according to your highest self and your guides. So let's see what we have here from my, one of my favorite decks for sure. So past, we have the black cat. That makes so much sense. Uh, present, Artemis of the Forest, also making sense. And Fiona and the Unicorn. Man, I'll tell you. The intuition, the connection, the cards, the channeling, whatever you want to call it, has been hot, hot, hot. Um, one of the things I love about doing these different deck type of spreads is that I always get um, a theme. I, it'll, watch, this will be the one time it doesn't happen since I'm hitting you with a new format. But I always get a theme where the, the cards from each deck are basically saying the same thing and just layering on each other. So the black cat, um, this adorable little uh, crow type of fairy girl is uh sitting there holding her black cat and there's a scarecrow in the back and there's lots of ravens and crows and it's about lost magic atonement and rebalance um that makes perfect sense i know people have been really digging deep the last month or so and figuring out uh where they needed to find balance in their life and how to establish more of a foundation under themselves to be able to live a more magical life. And a lot of you have uh, pulled back in um, your magic, your energy, your mojo, and you're ready to go. Artemis of the forest is the present. Now you are independent and free. So you've atoned for your mistakes. You've rebalanced, gotten back your magic, and now in the present, you are independent and free and ready to start practicing that magic and using that in your life. Um, oh, and she's naked. Uh, anyway, she has a, a stag and then a doe behind her. And I will actually look in the book for that one to see if there's something in particular that jumps out at me since it is the present. And then we have this adorable... Um, Fiona and the unicorn and this little one has unicorn horns but they look more like devil horns which is really cute and I have to tell you guys I am getting all tingly and goosebumpy because when we're about to have these shifts like I was just telling you about I start to get cards that I've never pulled before and Artemis of the forest and Fiona and the unicorn are two cards that have never come out for me for collective readings or for any private readings. Never seen these two. Um, Fiona and the Unicorn is the gift of sacred sight. So that's pretty simple and straightforward. And I know that's what's happening. 
you are all about to have an experience of leveling up that uh, so exciting. I can't wait to see what happens for all of you um, because I know what it was like when it happened to me. And I'm actually having my own, um, you know, it's kind of like just layering on or lay, either layering on more connection and perception, if you want to look at it that way, or conversely, um, removing more and more layers of blocking your natural abilities and way to connect. Uh, so Artemis of the Forest, it's time for you to go back to basics, test yourself against nature's demands, to go without the luxuries and the support you believe you need to survive. You're about to discover you can take care of yourself and yet remain as true as the hound, as gentle and alert as the deer, and as wild and free as Artemis herself. You must take up the silver arrows and silver bow of the huntress, keep them clean and sharp, waste nothing, and watch to know what to do next. Your senses, wiles, and knowledge of the forest will keep you alive at this time. You must address the very fundamental things of your life. Look at who or what provides them and take steps to cultivate those relationships. Water, food, shelter, healing. Uh, you'll become the huntress for a time. This is empowering and liberating. Once this thing is done, you shall be protected and cared for by the perfect protector and provider who is inspired and delighted by your independence and strength. So <laughs> I really think this is about um, we have to attain the independence and freedom first and recover from the need to be codependent before we can um, be in a state of interdependence with others in a way that is not codependent. So right now in this present moment, there's a lot of reevaluating. There's a lot of forgiveness. There's a lot of, um, like it was talking about, uh, water, food, shelter, where are you getting these things from? Um, how, uh, ethical are those sources? How do those things truly, um, nourish and support you what things are more like a trap or a prison um, I'm sure a lot of this has to do with um, shifting our economy and changing what what work and um, industry means all of those things uh, and then also just on a personal level it's like there needs to be a time of being on your own sometimes before you can find the harmony to be in relationship with others in various capacities. So once we get through this present moment of evaluation and taking a look at everything and just kind of pulling back and um, focusing on taking care of ourselves while we're figuring out what our next steps are. Um, once we get through this phase, so probably, oh, I would bet this is probably going to come in around the eclipse. Uh, I don't remember what the exact date is. I'll have to look that up. But um, Fiona and the Unicorn. So the gift of sacred sight. That's going to be coming in around the eclipse. And I would say um, 
you might want to get in for an anchoring of consciousness session before that happens. If I had had something like that before this happened to me and my consciousness was rapidly expanded, I would have been, um, it would have eliminated some of the drama and trauma of it. <laughs> um, go back and listen to last year's <laughs> December and January episodes. Um, <clears throat> so your third eye is opening, but it's helpful to work with a crystal. Uh, work outside with the fairies and their natural habitat. We're all being asked to go out of nature. So this is about energy expansion. So once your energy expands further, um, everything is going to seem very loud in the world, especially people and their human stuff, whether it's social media or um, co-workers or family or partners or friends or just the general public. Um, being in nature will uh, help you to calibrate. And just to put a bug in your ear for when this happens very soon, remember that we all have a control panel and you can turn up or down what you're experiencing. So for me, I just kind of had to turn the volume down on hearing every flipping thing everybody was thinking, feeling, and saying in the world. Because as fun as that might sound, when it actually happens, it's damned terrifying and extremely overwhelming and talk about flooding your nervous system. Um, <clears throat> so work on connecting with nature with that third eye that's opening up even more and, um, you know, keep records of what you see, what you dream, any downloads you may have. This is a good time to be keeping a journal or notepad near you or um, being able to record voice notes. But, you know, and I can't believe I'm saying this right now, honestly, because I am as attached to my phone as anybody. But I'm being told that it would be really helpful when you go out in nature to leave your phone in the car. I know we all want to take beautiful pictures and we want to record our thoughts and we want to perhaps share it with the world for things like earthing, greening videos and just nature moments for people and sharing that beauty. You can still do all that, but once in a while, it would be a good idea to just get your phone away from your body and go out in nature and feel and listen and communicate. All right. Uh, let's see what the Sacred Forest Oracle has for us for past, present, and future. Um, this is about your relationship to the Earth, Gaia, Mother, Terra, a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Or that's probably not how it goes. You know what I'm getting at. What's in a name? Serafina, my pod partner for Meow Podcast, says that uh, Gaia's name is Tara, and I believe her because she knows all kinds of things, and she's also the cosmic hand and is embodying five different consciousnesses all at one time. Go check out her podcast. 
podcast. Not our podcast for that fun story, because that's pretty amazing right, right as it is. Okay, cutting those, and then we get a boom and a boom. All right, so past, <laughs> we have elves, playfulness. This is so funny because that's the exact card I got for the friend that helped me come up with this new reading. Hopefully she listens. Present, we have dragonfly spirit, change. And then future, <laughs> foggy bog, patience. So to go along with this last recent uh, chunk of time where we were finding our lost magic, atoning for things, rebalancing, we have also been in a state of being asked to be more playful, find more joy, let our inner child have some fun. Remember that the world, that human experience, that life is supposed to be fun, no matter how some things may get you down or make you feel burdened or make you feel like this is not freaking fun at all. Um, and then in the present, <laughs> oh, and in the elves card, it's just so beautiful. Obviously, I'll post pictures of these. I always do. But uh, for anybody new, there will be pictures. Go find the pictures. Um, playfulness, elves. It's this beautiful uh, woman standing in a purple backless dress looking out at the horizon in a forest there's elves dancing all around her um she is kind of standing in water almost hovering above it and then the sky instantly becomes like the stars so it's like she's on earth but also looking at the heavens and the cosmos um dragonfly spirit change uh we're going through changes and you're going to be going through changes in the present moment this next um month ahead but this has more to do with um earth's changes that are happening and then also just general change uh things are going to be changing really rapidly some in ways that are awesome some in ways that aren't so awesome but the thing to remember is that uh you're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We are going to be fine. Um, we have and continue to uh, unlock new levels of protection. And oh, this is so cool. I just noticed that um, on this card, there's a dragonfly. There's like a waterfall portal behind the dragonfly. And uh, there's a pond with lily pads and little little basket-like lanterns with these orbs in them down in the water. And then um, by the waterfall and the light that's above it, there's fairies that are flying up into the light. So um, a lot of what is what are you trying to tell me? Show me. The walls between the different dimensions and realms that exist all on Earth at the same time are going to continue to be thin and start to stay that way. Uh, 
It will happen in spurts that can seem sudden, kind of like me stirring my dinner earlier and seeing energy trails coming off of me and off of the food and off of the spoon. And it was just a very strange psychedelic experience. Um, <clears throat> but that is the change that's happening. And while that is happening, there can be uh, just a sense of not knowing where your footing is, feeling a little off balance. So don't worry that all that balance you worked so hard to find is going somewhere. It's just you needed that balance to be ready for this really cool phase we're in right now. And then in the future of relationship with Earth is foggy bog patience. And there's a crane standing on one leg as they do. And you're looking at them in the water. Um, and you really can't see much else. You just see the crane sitting there in the foggy bog, just chilling, being patient. Um, the card number is 18, which breaks down to a 9, which tells me that this is about the ending of a cycle. So we're completing another cycle, another layer of Terra's ascension and expansion. And while that's happening, we're going to need some patience because it will take a little bit of time for those changes to integrate and for things to, to seem like they're getting better. On the surface, it might not seem that way for a little while. And so that's where the patience comes in. Um, I think as we start to see these things for ourselves and not just through who can see them or through our imaginations or our inner eye more so than our naked eye, um, it can be difficult to have that patience because you're like, it's right there, I see it. How come everybody else doesn't see it? And why isn't this happening now? So lastly, I will pull three Starseed Oracle cards this time. I may not always use the same decks for your relationship with the heavens or the galactic team, source energy, the rest of the known universe besides those here on the earth plane. Man, I just did a an hour-long Patreon thing that I'm uploading right now, and it was such a great experience, I have to tell you. Uh, some amazing things are happening, and it's not like I'm purposely not telling you because I'm like, oh, go, go pay to go hear it. That's not my point. My point is that, you know, sometimes I put things there first, because I need to say them somewhere first before I can say them to public people. And then sometimes, um, you know, I know it's just not for every everyone yet. It's for the people who are called to come hang out with me in there, and that's why it exists. Plus, this is the collective reading episode. And so for anyone who gives no shites whatsoever about the Patreon or the grid work or any of that, uh, and just wants those sweet, sweet readings. Um, that's why I don't fill your ear holes with a lot of other stuff. I'm still kind of learning how to manage. And I mean, that's going to be a process. I don't think I'm going to have it 
quote-unquote together probably completely the workflow until February but eventually I would like to be able to take snippets of patreon stuff that I think should be public and just um, migrate that over to Instagram or something or make it public on YouTube uh, at any rate if you want all the juicy deets you know how to join the patreon uh, if you join at the $20 tier every VIP member gets a service every month of their choosing for free so uh, <clears throat> past present future with the heavens starseed oracle we get forge don't follow <laughs> the past pave a new path be the leader you wish you had um, beautiful figure of a uh, a woman I'm thinking flowing dress um, and she is standing in what would look like a galaxy and then above that is a beautiful earth landscape um, maybe earth but you know what I mean just a surface of a planet uh, very green lots of lush vegetation and beautiful water and um, that ties in with where we've been for the last 30 days because we had the rebalancing, refining our magic, remembering how to play and have fun, atoning for whatever we needed to, and then forging our own path. I don't know how many times we all heard in the last few months, there are no more gurus, the age of the guru is dead, be your own guru, learn your own discernment, follow your own path, and that is all true. I am no guru. I am only a messenger. What you do with the information, that is where the guru comes in, and that guru is you. <laughs> uh, when you see these cards, when you when I post the pictures, I can hardly wait because, as per usual, they all sync up. Um, present Earth is the focus. And we got the card Earth Pulsing. Pulse of the Mother. Slow down. <laughs> Time in nature. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so we're being primed to get into the habit of spending time in nature. And, uh, you know, there is the possibility that some of this encouragement is to help us be prepared for... Uh, the potential that at some point we may not have, you know, like internet or cell phones or something like that um, for a period of months, not years, not talking about, you know, global pandemonium, uh, total dystopian future type of thing. I'm just talking about a large enough uh, solar blast that... Um, took out some of those things that we consider a part of our daily lives. So if we establish a better relationship with nature now, it would be a little easier for us to deal with that as a society who has become so dependent on those things to live without them for a little while and be able to connect with nature and also with each other. 
And then lastly, future, which goes greatly with being on the unicorn, the gift of sacred sight, which is also card number 11, by the way, and foggy bog patience nine. So earth is completing a cycle. We are mastering something as our human selves and um, our higher selves and the, uh, all the galactics future we get activated earth it shows a stonehenge type of um, construction near a cove of water that is coming in there's um, you know the land in the back and then there's there's a portal and then it looks like just beams of light um, this solid beam of stardust coming down into the middle of stonehenge and um, oh boy, okay. And it kind of looks like uh, almost like um, radio waves. So this is activated earth. I don't know about you, but the idea of an activated earth sounds really damn exciting right now. Power places, ley lines, trust where you're led. I don't even need to look at any books or check anything out for any of these. Um, activated Earth. So, in the very near future, you are going to develop your sacred site to a new level. We need to have patience with the changes Earth is going through because she is becoming an activated Earth. Fully activated Earth. So, Earth is really kicking it and about to complete her expansion process this round of things so it's going to be very important that we know where the power places and ley lines are and that you trust where you're led uh maybe more maybe metaphorical but that may also be literal I am not the only person who has said this. It makes sense that if we were to lose communications or um, what we consider in our modern societal structure, uh, that we might need to rely on our intuition to find food or water or medicine or whatever it is that we're trying to find or to find each other, you know? Um, Wow. So good work, everybody, on finding some fun and playfulness in your lives, forging your own path, and rebalancing and finding your lost magic this last month. For this next month ahead, we have Earth Pulsing. So I would imagine we're going to see some pretty fun Schumann and solar activity. That's what the pulsing says to me. Um, and the earth is going through a change, a transformation. That's what dragonflies are all about. And then um, your human self, you're independent and free. Uh, but you need to have a little patience. And this is... I know you guys are, you don't want to hear this. Um, 
I think I say it more gentle than most these days because I have infinite hope everything's going to be fine, but I just know that it will probably be a little more comfortable for you if you have some simple things like food, water, shelter uh, in an emergency type of setting figured out. So whatever the extreme weather that is potential for your area, so like if that's blizzards, if that's hurricanes, if that's earthquakes, if that's mudslides, if that's tornadoes, if it's floods, whatever your most uh, predominant threats are, be prepared for those. Just simple emergency preparedness. You know, I'm not telling you to turn into a quote-unquote prepper. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. They have their own calling and uh, if things really went south <laughs> I think a lot of us would be pretty grateful because a lot of those people would be sharing with others but um and then in the immediate future um if we do these things and give earth the time to do what she's doing that's when we're going to come into and so like I said I'm I will pause this I will look at the date of the eclipse but around the eclipse going to be a jumping off point again people are going to be given the choice whether to jump in the flow or stay where they're at if they stay where they're at it's going to seem like they're drifting away they might come back later but your human self gift of sacred sight the earth we need to have some patience because there's going to be integrating all of her new activations and then eventually be activated and apparently when the earth is fully activated even if that means that there may be some oh technological humanity chaos uh we have the ability to take care of ourselves and rebuild things so trust where you're led should that be a thing i think that's everything I don't even know if I'm going to put any ads on here or anything. I just want to get this up for you guys. I'm going to be really busy in a good way over this next month because so much is coming in. Um, anyway, we'll get this up. Got to get the reading, not the reading, the interview with my wonderful friend, Marie Spiroff up, the mystic psychologist, um, Oh, and then there'll be more after that. So stay tuned, everybody. Lots of good stuff coming. Don't be surprised if you get like five episodes this week. Hey, I'll be done with season three before I know it. Not going to say I told you so, but I just looked up the eclipses and we have a lunar eclipse on the full moon on the 19th of November. And then we have a total, does it really say that? Holy shit. December 4th, we have a total solar eclipse. So this is an eclipse, and interestingly enough, it's going the opposite direction that it did when it went across America and um, dump truck was elected. So I find it interesting that it's uh, happening in reverse. Um, 
at any rate, so nearly total lunar eclipse, November 19th, uh, December 4th is the solar eclipse. So that thing I was telling you about your energy expanding, it'll be in between the 19th and the 4th, and it'll come in fully on the 4th. And if you are wanting any big changes in your life, like, uh, you know, timeline jumps, manifesting, abundance, healing, whatever it is, Take the advice of my wonderful pod partner I wish I had taken before I opened my big mouth um, in, during last year's eclipse season. <laughs> because there was a lot happening in my life and it was all really, really hard. And I just kind of like I surrendered, you know, I was doing what I think are parts of me that are mostly no longer present. But for the longest time, type A control freak, uh, all or nothing, very driven. Um, so when I finally accepted surrender and surrendered, I surrendered without having um, the knowledge or grace to say um, with ease and in a way that brings me joy. <laughs> so whatever it is you want. If you declare the universe, I surrender to however these things will come about for me, and I surrender to the process, and I'm just going to trust fall right into your arms, please for your own good add with ease that <laughs> brings me joy. Because let me tell you guys. It was not easy or joyful <laughs> for the beginning part of it. And I would like you to have a much better experience of it <laughs> than I did. Oh, I can't make this stuff up. Uh, so anyway, wow, what a month. I'm, I'll be doing another collective reading before the uh, lunar eclipse on the full moon. So no worries there. I'll give you an update before then. Much love and I'll be back, like I said, with interviews and I have about three, four special topic episodes to record now. Boy, uh, I got a little behind because I kicked my own ass <laughs> as I have a tendency to do every now and then uh, to learn something, <clears throat> which I did learn something that will also be an episode. <laughs> But a uh, short story is almost broke my face with a piece of steel that fell on it and I didn't. But while that was happening and that injury was getting aggravated to teach me some lessons that I needed to learn quickly, apparently, um, I it was so difficult for me because it was my face. It was my jaw, my cheek, my ear, um, just the whole right quadrant. So speaking became hard, uh, talking became hard, communicating in general with my face <laughs> became hard. I was imagining that I was going to have to become like uh, the Stephen Hawking computer voiced uh, intuitive and reader and podcaster. And I mean, we all love what he gave to the world. Let's not discount that. And I am not making fun. 
of the necessity for modifications in computer voices because as you all know I have my own physical limitations and there are mobility aids that I need. <laughs> but you have to admit that the idea of me trying to do everything I do without being able to speak would be quite a challenge. <laughs> I would definitely have to completely change the way I do everything. I don't know. Maybe I would get a, a surrogate voice, <laughs> but hopefully none of that's going to be necessary. Um, I don't believe so. I'm just really teasing at this point. And I love it when the number turns into a good number. So I'm just letting the clock run out until it gets to the number that I like. And then I'll press stop and then I'll put this episode up and then I'll put out a normal episode next time. I love you guys so much. At Grooving Goddess Everywhere. Uh, link tree Grooving Goddess and Patreon.com slash Grooving Goddess. Much love everybody and... <laughs>